What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning into the J-Ham Special, where I love to talk about Magic the Gathering, Warhammer 40K, Dungeons and Dragons, and other aspects of my nerdy life. My name is John. I'll be your host for this episode of Magic Monday, where I delve into Magic the Gathering and bring you content regarding to my favorite trading card game. Today's episode is going to focus on Elder Dragon Highlander, and specifically a commander that I have recently just built a deck around and am helming. And honestly, why you should probably consider them, or at least the archetype or playstyle uh, that I kind of brought into the deck. So let's take a moment and dive right in and talk about Arcanus the Omnipotent. So just to start off with here, for those of you that don't know, Arcanus the Omnipotent is a blue legendary creature human wizard. They have a power and toughness of 3-3. They cost blue, 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 and three generic mana. So that's a six mana commander, essentially, to bring to the table. Um, you can tap Arcanus and draw three cards for free. Otherwise, you can also do his activated ability, play blue, blue, two of any other color, and return Arcanus the Omnipotent from the battlefield to your hand, which is pretty handy as far as, you know, he has a way to protect himself in case your opponent decides to play, I don't know, Path the Exile or Murder or literally any removal spell that they want to, and then you can cast him out without having to worry about commander attacks. It's also great if you have abilities or effects that say, hey, when a creature enters the battlefield or when a blue creature enters the battlefield, it can kind of work out a little bit. My original build of Arcanus, and the one that I initially thought I was going to go with this time, was a mill deck, where I used cards like Sphinx's Tutelage and Jace's Erasure and Frank's Sanity to go through and draw a bunch of cards and mill my opponents. Um, the original time that I did build it that way, it was an okay deck, but I like never won any games. Playing mill and commander is pretty difficult, and if you are one of those people that can do it, you know, good on you. Um, I did play a mill deck in commander that was blue black and it worked out a whole lot better for me because they had a lot better spells for me to play with mill. But, uh, yeah, that's one thing to look at with Arcanus is that's a route you can go down. But my build that I have now is not that, um, it's an entirely different kind of focus. And honestly, I think it's going to be a little bit more enjoyable and a little bit more flexible. And here's why, or here's what it is, and also why you should go through and look at jumping into more of the steal your stuff or clone strategy with Arcanus the Omnipotent. The premise of the deck is simple. I want everybody, including myself, to draw a ton of cards and play your things. I also want you to do this because I want to steal or clone or copy your things that are big and scary threats. So that way I can be equally matched up with you on that side. And if you're a threat, I can be a threat. Arcanus' ability to draw three cards um, just by tapping him is pretty wonderful. So any cards that you can get that allow you to untap him works out pretty well. Um, I forget the name of the card. I'll have to look it up whenever I get home and maybe tell you guys about it, maybe post on the Twitter. But um, essentially what it is, it's a blue creature put on the battlefield. And then it has Soul Bond, which is a original Innistrad set uh, mechanic. So the way Soul Bond works is that Arcanus enters the battlefield and then either if this creature enters the battlefield for the first time or it's already on the battlefield not bonded with anybody and then Arcanus joins the battlefield you can essentially pair the two creatures together and they both get an effect and the specific creature that I have pay blue and two of any other color untap target creature so essentially I can go through and 
essentially for three mana, draw six cards. Now, three mana, draw cards, look at Divination. It's one of the worst draw spells out there, but that's kind of like the basis of what Wizards of the Coast has. For sorcery speed, play blue and two of any other color, draw two cards, Divination. I wanted to beat that, so that's where Arcanist Omnipotent was able to do that. He straight up, you go through, tap him one turn, you draw three cards. Hey, that's better than Divination off of one spell. I go through, I play him, I tap him to draw three cards, play three mana, pay three mana, untap him, tap him again, draw six cards. It's a wonderful, wonderful kind of build. So any of the cards that you can find that allows you to untap Arcanist will just help you out with that card draw strategy. But the thing is, is Arcanus is not necessarily like super vital to the deck. He's super helpful. And I like having him on there because I can draw a ton of cards. But the real big thing that I'm looking at is um, cards that allow people to draw together. It's almost like a group hug strategy, but um, cards like Prosperity or Skyscribing allows each player to draw X cards. Skyscribing also has the little ability that you can do the forecast ability, play one blue mana tube in the other color, and then each player draws a card, and you can continuously do that every single start of the upkeep. So, or every single start of your upkeep. It doesn't work with everybody else's. And you also can look at different cards like wheel effects. So if you go through and look at Windfall, that allows you to go through and everybody discards their cards and draws as many cards as the highest total players so you know if you got your buddy who is playing a really quick or really efficient deck and they got all the way down to one card and you're sitting here and you've got you know eight to ten cards in your hand because arcanus just keeps drawing drawing and drawing you could go through and say yeah i'm going to go ahead and play windfall or jace's archivist and i'm going to discard all the cards you are too and now we're all going to draw ten cards your friends now have a bunch of cards in hand and they're like, wow, that's really great. For you, you're cycling your deck away a little bit, but you have ways to get those cards back. Um, but the whole point is, is you want your opponents to have their hands full of really good spells. Which brings me to the other piece of the deck. You want to play spells like Mind Control. Now, Mind Control is kind of trash. It costs six mana, so it's blue, blue, and then four of any other color. Um, enchantment Aura, and then you get to enchant i don't know if it's permanent or creature i'll have to look at it when i get back but you get to go through and enchant something big scary threat doesn't matter how big it is doesn't matter how small it is you control it and it's now yours so if your opponent decides to say yeah i'm gonna play an ulamog ceaseless hunger you can say ah, i'm gonna play mind control and that's mine now so you're sinking huge dude really decent spot to be at somebody goes through and says hey i'm gonna play my commander You're like you know what i really like your commander's effect i think i'll take that for myself really good place to be at and that's exactly what you're trying to go for cards like stolen identity are super nice too um stolen identity allows you to make a copy of artifact or creature on the battlefield so the thing is when you're playing steely stuff like mind control or in bolus's clutches or threads of disloyalty and taking your opponent's stuff it's now removing it from their side of the battlefield and putting it on your side you just put a target on your back because your opponent's like you know what i'm going to kill you and i'm going to get my stuff back that's not really where you necessarily want to be in a mono blue deck that may not have a bunch of creatures to protect yourself you might want to be more in a position where you say hey guess what you've got one and i've got one now so your opponent is playing a, a soul ring or a mana crypt or whatever, stolen identity. They still get to keep theirs, but now you've got a copy on your side. And the other cool thing is that tokens are pretty easy to populate. 
Now, Blue doesn't really have populate cards, but there are cards like Mechanized Production, um, which allow you to go through and create another copy of that token every single turn. It also has the win con condition that if you have eight or more copies of that card on the battlefield, then you win the game, um, which is pretty legit. I've won the game a lot of times that way, just kind of winning out of nowhere. But that allows you to create more copies of those artifact tokens. Um, now, you can also put on your normal artifacts. So if you find something that's really good, then just keep rolling with that. And then look at other cards. Cards like Clone, Stunt Double. You know, those allow you to go through and uh, copy any creature that's on the battlefield. The other cool thing is that if you copy your clone, you essentially copy the copy of your clone that is copying the other thing. So let me just break it down for you. Your opponent decides to say, hey, I'm going to play a Terastodon. And I'm going to blow up all your all kinds of stuff over here. You say, oh, I'm going to have my clone copy your Terastodon. So it enters the battlefield as Terastodon. Now it blows up three different things. And now there's some elephants on the battlefield. And then you can have another clone like Stunt Double enter the battlefield with Flash and copy your clone who has copied the Terastodon. And now it too is a Terastodon in itself. And now you get to blow up three more things and get some more elephants. I tried to look through it, but um, that's how it works. You're not copying clone, you're copying whatever clone decided to clone. Yeah. So, that's kind of how the deck works, and that's how um, you can have a little bit more fun with it. If you want to play a little bit more political and maybe not bring so much salt to the table or have people target you too much, focus on those effects that create a copy or just simply clone your opponent's stuff. But honestly, if you really wanted to go the route of stealing their stuff, there's nothing wrong with that at all because that adds to the flavor of the deck. Because then you say, listen, I took care of their big thing. It's just now on my battlefield. So you guys keep me safe from them and they can't wipe you out because their deck is designed to use Ulamog's Crusher. It's designed to use um, their commander. So you can essentially turn them off, but also still get the benefit on your side and kind of play a little bit of a politics game with it. The other little bit of piece that I would recommend is if you find any cards that are kind of group huggy, you know, like skyscribing, definitely go that route. My favorite one that I have in this deck right now is the card Show and Tell. Now, this is an older card. It was reprinted in Conspiracy, and that's where I got my copy from. But I got one blue mana and two of any other color, and then each player puts a permanent onto the battlefield. I believe it's permanent or it's creature. It's one of the two. Um, but most of the time, people are putting creatures in the battlefield, I've come to realize. So your opponent might have a really big threat early on that it said, I love the fact that you played this card, and now I've got this big, scary beast onto the battlefield. And then you can say, listen, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to copy that. So now I also have the big, scary beast, or I'm going to take it from you. And now I have the big, scary beast. And it allows you to play your opponent's deck, more or less. If they're playing something that's really big, scary, and fun, you can join in that fun if you want to with Arcanus. So definitely take a look at it. Um, try the deck out for yourself. Maybe see if you do enjoy getting to play it. I am planning on tweaking it a little bit because I want to add more of my clone effects rather than my stealing effects. Um, but yeah, feel free to hit me up at the jhamspecial at gmail.com or jhamspecial on Twitter. If you have any deck ideas or a commander that you think I should build around, I'd love to hear it. Um, or if you've played with Arcanus the Omnipotent, I'd love to hear how you have built the deck yourself. I really do enjoy Magic the Gathering. It's one of the games that actually brought me to the tabletop in the first place, and it has a soft spot in my heart. So 
I look forward to hearing from you guys, and I will see you on the next Jam Special. Bye.